0: Mic
1: check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now. Ish. Mm-hmm. Do you know what type of tree it is? I'm never good at identifying.
2: It's called a bottle brush tree. Usually it's full of these bright red flowers with these little skinny pistils. Um, and the hummingbirds love it.
1: Why start here on your tour?
2: It's in the shade and it's a moment to get a feel for the house and the neighborhood.
1: Hey y'all, what's happening? You're listening to Right Nowish, a podcast all about arts and culture in the Bay Area. I'm your partner, Pen Pendarvis Harshaw, and today we're going to spend some time in West Oakland. The neighborhood looks hella different than it did when I was coming up, but all is not lost. There's still places and people that have weathered the market forces to maintain the character of the area, like this Victorian house I'm standing in front of with today's guest, Tracy Bartlow.
2: This is a Queen Anne Victorian house, and it was built in 1895.
1: It's painted white with a mix of soft yellow and sky blue accents. Potted roses and succulents line the stairwell, and it's got this half arch that extends from the porch and frames of the door. Almost like a house you'd see in a storybook.
2: It seems like they wanted to make it look like a castle. (laughs) You know, like with the high ceilings, this beautiful arc, all of this really unique molding on the house. Everything is really grand.
1: Tracy's home is also a boutique hotel called Be loves Guest House, where you can rent a room for a day or 2
2: Be B-Love's Guest House has served as a healing space and a respite in many different ways.
1: It's also a photography museum where you could spend an hour or two just soaking up the rich history. This month, Tracy is exhibiting photos that she shot of the town, including images that grace the pages of historic magazines like The Source and Rap Pages.
2: This image here is the Hobo Junction. And I love this image because they're selling their tapes out of a box on Telegraph Avenue in front of the record store. That's how we did it in the 90s.
1: She had a front row seat to the artist who shaped both the Bay Area hip hop scene and the national hip hop scene.
2: These pictures are fun. Busta Rhymes and ODB. Uh This was on the set of uh, Busta's music video woo got gotcha you all the check. Okay, yeah, yeah, Yes, and so he shot the video in San Francisco, and so I came out to capture photographs, and...
1: That, that's tight as hell. I didn't know that. Yep. That's Isha B doing ODB's hair? <laughs> yes. Isha B did ODB's hair? What? That's crazy. Classic history. Oh, okay. So today we're focused on Tracy Bartlow's Dope Photo Archive and the story behind the place where these photos are housed. So wipe your kicks at the door, hang up your coat, relax your shoulders, and take a deep breath. We're posting up at B-Love's guest house right after this.
0: Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures. Then you should check out the Bay Curious book.
1: That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Just a few blocks from the Women of the Black Panther Party mural and the West Oakland Bard Station is Tracy Bartlow's Home and Hotel. It's a residential street with a lot of history.
2: I acquired this house in 2007. And I acquired the house from a team of people that would buy houses, flip them, and then sell them. They bought the house from a woman named Edie Mae Holmes. And Ms. Holmes was an African-American woman that came to West Oakland when she was 14 years old. And um, through her family ownership, she acquired this house, the house I now own, this house on the corner. And in 1965, she had that apartment building around the corner built. And on the lower level of the apartment building, she had Holmes Barbershop. So Ms. Holmes was one of those black women in the community that was providing in so many different ways for everyone. Ms. Holmes was my friend. I used to make ginger tea and go sit in the kitchen in her house and we would watch the view in the mornings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like she was my partner.
2: And yeah. She was just really amazed by me, like, oh, this is who bought the house? And so she was really encouraging to me as a property owner.
1: About 15 years ago, Tracy converted her home into a guest house, where people can choose from one of seven rooms for an overnight stay. At the same time, folks can enjoy the framed photos from Tracy's archives.
2: Okay, here is B-Love's guest
1: house. Tracy leads me to the kitchenette of the downstairs guest house. Above a small dining room table, there are framed black and white images of kids. I see little girls with barrettes in their hair. In another image, the camera is pointed toward a window seal where a boy with a dare t-shirt is joined by family members as he looks directly into the camera while eating his cup of noodles. In the background of these images are the streets and the structures of the houses of East Oakland. They too are featured characters in the composition of these images. This photo collection, Ah, uh, this is all from the neighborhood? These are all from my neighborhood. The brick cell phone? Yes. Oh, yeah, I mean, our hairdo, of course, in the fashion, but the brick cell phone and Alina like, talk to me, I'm gonna talk back. That's what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> this one as well, with the cross colors and then this bends. Mm-hmm. And Even the lack behind it. The photos are a time machine, instantly transporting me back to the East Oakland that I knew as a youth. Outfits that my sister used to rock and facial expressions that look like the kids that I used to kick it with. Squinting, I look for a familiar face or two.
2: These are all people that I grew up with. You know, we went to middle school and high school together. Uh, My mother owned the laundromat on 98th and Birch, and so everyone would come and do their laundry at my mom's laundromat. And her business wasn't just where you can do your laundry. It was like a community center (laughs) where my mom had a sewing machine in the corner and she would do alterations and she would make prom dresses and make outfits for people. She also sewed Avon and um, we had a little store in the back where you could buy candy and chips and sandwiches and I would make homemade cookies and we would have those ghetto ices, you know, like Kool-Aid in a cup. So people were always coming to the laundromat. Like, Miss Barlow, did you, um, can you hand this skirt? And is my Avon ready? So the community around, you know, they really revered her and all the things that she made available for them and also just, you know, caring for them.
1: Taken by the beauty of her community and the joy of capturing it on film, Tracy started a photography business shooting people's portraits and printing them for $2.
2: And if I didn't see people in the neighborhood when I would bring them, I'd be like, oh, stop by the wash house and pick up your order of photos.
1: Even before she got into photography, Tracy was already into the arts. At age 19, she was awarded a scholarship to study dance at New York's Alvin Ailey Dance Center. A dancer since a kid, she was inspired by both the entertainers that she saw on TV and the way the folks moved in her community, the family gatherings and the community kickbacks. So this was a dream come true.
2: This is a picture of my mom escorting me to audition for the Alvin Ailey School when I was 19 years old. We're at the 34th Street Station
1: in New York City. And she's beaming.
2: She's beaming! beaming. Yes, my mom was very supportive of my dance career.
1: After finishing the two-year professional dance training program, she took performing gigs across the globe. One thing led to another, and Tracy dabbled in modeling before picking up the camera herself.
2: I would also find myself at modeling shoots and just be like, what kind of light is that? Oh, what kind of, that's a diffuser? What does that do? So I was interested in the hardware of photography. It was just like this natural progression of me knowing about photography and wanting to learn more, and also the way I would study magazine layouts, then I had this eye for how I wanted to capture a photograph.
1: Tracy made her way back to Oakland, and this time she really picked up the film camera. She saw the beauty and the life in her neighbors, and she wanted to document that with the same eye and artfulness that fashion magazine photographers did.
2: My neighbors were amused with me like you've been living in New York City. Oh, you want us to pose? Like so, I would always have my camera. If it was a holiday, a cook, a, a cookout kind of holiday, Memorial Day, Fourth of July, I would just come outside and take pictures and hang out. So when they saw me, they're like, Hey,
1: <laughs> yeah, here come photo like, lady. Yeah,
2: let's get ready. She's gonna take our picture.
1: Tracy's background in dance soon became the focus of her photography.
2: I'm self-taught. So I started photographing other dancers, and you'll see many images from this photo shoot because this was an assignment I gave myself to practice with high-speed film.
1: We make our way from guest room to guest room. Photos hung everywhere. There's this one black and white image of teenage b-boy dancers in throwback gear. One is rocking a visor, another in a pair of Marvin the Martian shorts, just dripping with youthful 90s flavor. In front of a brick wall, one guy is doing a crazy handstand and the other is seen jumping three feet off the ground, hitting a pose. In spite of all the movement, everything is captured in crisp detail, no blur.
2: And the dancers are two of the members of Housing Authority. And Housing Authority was this badass crew of all male dancers from Oakland and Richmond, black and brown men, and they were running things in the 90s.
1: One of the dancers in the photo is Fly Styles, who went on to be a successful backup dancer and a choreographer for musicians like Usher and Missy Elliott. Same goes for other town folks that Tracy has photographed in the 90s. Most are now thriving in the entertainment world or powerhouses in the local arts and culture scene.
2: This is Aisha Bilal, Layla Jenkins. Asha Karima, and Ingrid Best. We were at the Firmary Park at an event there. This was 1997. We were having a conversation. And in that moment, I just stepped back from the cipher and leaned down and captured this photograph of them.
1: Black and white, the posture, arms across, you know, like stoic for the most part, um, and angled up. You're like looking up at them.
2: My tentative title for this one is Giants because of how larger than life these women are, not only in the photograph, but in real life. They have all been um, just very powerful and dynamic in their lives, in their families, in their communities, um, in business. It's really amazing just to see who these women are even today
1: look she really has a house full of anecdotal stories about artists at every turn
2: here we are
1: entering the next room
2: so this is one of the rooms that i rent out for be love's guest house and people are just like rejuvenated and just excited to um, have a good night's rest in this comfortable plush queen bed surrounded by all this art These high ceilings, chandelier, and just this big picture window that brings so much morning sunlight into the room.
1: You got some legends in here. Like, that's a portrait of Shock G, the late. Mm -hmm. And this is the loonies. It looks like that's, like, fresh out of high school loonies.
2: (laughs) That picture was um, taken backstage at Summer Jam. Mm -hmm.
1: 97, so this is post. I got five on it you yes. are still riding that wave, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: One of the things I would do as a photographer and starting out and being self-taught is I would get a great photo of an artist. I would look on the liner notes of their album and find out who the management was, send them the photo with a cover letter and introduce myself. Sometimes I would write with a ballpoint pen on the back of the photo, like photo by Tracy Bartlow, copyright 1994.
1: To break into the industry, Tracy had to put herself out there. And with all those portraits that she shot of her neighbors, dancer friends, and hip hop artists on the rise, that became her portfolio of work that she carried with her in the Walgreens photo album, just waiting for that moment when she'd have to pull it out.
2: And so I talked my way into Chi office.
1: The late Chi is the 1990s hip hop photographer. He famously photographed Biggie and Eazy-E, Mob Deep, Nas, members of the Wu-Tang Clan, and Tupac. His artwork, is culture, visualized.
2: And I said, I'm from Oakland, and if I get pictures of the scene in Oakland, then maybe you could publish them in your magazine. And he looked at this portfolio with all these faces from deep East Oakland, and he was like, you have a good eye. He said, let's do it. You capture photos of the scene, maybe we'll publish them. And the first photo that um, was published was this image of um, Hiro at Hip Hop on the Green. And this was published in The Source magazine.
1: Hip Hop on the Green was this dope outdoor concert that was held in the East Bay throughout the 90s. And Tracy was there to document it. Her photos of the event helped spread awareness of Bay Area hip hop culture to the rest of the country
2: from Hip Hop on the Green, look at E-40. Mailman time.
1: Yes. Mailman, yeah, okay Slurry
2: Yep, the Mossy, Be Legit, Sugar (laughs) Tea. Ooh,
1: look at the finger waves.
2: Yes, and the cross colors. Nice.
1: (laughs) It should be noted that while Tracy is fully in community with folks, she's largely doing this on her own. It's her photos, her home, her idea, and her actualization. She's not waiting around for someone to give her a platform or to recognize her contributions to the culture. She's just doing it herself. And in a place where Black folks have been under-resourced, over-policed, locked up, and pushed out of the town for decades, for her to hold space for herself, her work, and her community? Come on, man, we've, we've got to recognize the power in that.
2: I'm amazed that I survived foreclosure. There was um many moments of just <laughs> the spirit of detachment this may not work out i would come home those notices were posted on my front door this house is up for auction on the county courthouse steps at 6 a.m
1: after surviving foreclosure tracy opened up her space allowing people to rent out rooms the guests It started with that network of artist friends.
2: I was like, wow, I think I'm going to start renting out rooms to people that I know that are coming to town for residencies, for conferences, for events, for direct actions. Like, these are people that I know come to the Bay Area for these different things. I know all the African dance festivals. I know the B-boys. I know the film festivals. I know the National Poetry Slams. Like, that's my life. Artists and activism is my life.
1: That's beautiful to have it come almost naturally, like from your experiences poured into you, and also it benefits the larger community. Yeah,
2: there are people in this neighborhood that have been here for a long time, as well as a mix of new people that are coming in. So to um, honor this history of uh, the black experience in West Oakland is really important to me.
1: The house itself is preserving history. And then within the house, you have history on the walls. And it's not all historical. It's forward moving. Mm -hmm. Like you have people coming through in real time who are culture makers, people, cultural icons, you know? And so I just wanted to get a sense of some of the people who've come through here.
2: Yes. Norma Miller, the queen of swing, the Lindy Hop champion. She'll be like, no, I don't want to be at the Marriott. She's like, I want to be at B-Love's guest house because it was like, she wanted to be immersed in black culture. B-Girl for Tara from New York. She came out for a, um, a breaking event, um, here in Oakland. And she said, I've stayed at so many Airbnbs, but this is like a black house. Like the incense you have burning, the beans you got cooking, like it smells and feels like the house of an African-American person. So people are coming here and they may be in this gentrified neighborhood, but they're like, oh, but this is a a black lady's house.
1: Thank you doesn't do justice, man. I want to offer my sincere appreciation to Tracy Bartlow. Thank you for your art, your hospitality, and your time. Also, thanks for being a pleasant community member. Just a delightful person to see at an event or around town. So, thank you. For those of you interested in seeing Tracy's photos, she'll be giving tours for the rest of October and then picking up again next year. You can find more information at b-lovesguesthouse.com or B Loves Guest House on Instagram. Tracy's Instagram is Tracy Bartlow, T R A C I B A R T L O W, and we'll add a link for more information on her photo exhibit to the show notes. Time to give credit where credit is due. Marisol Medina Cadena came with me and Tracy on this tour and then produced this joint. So thank you, Marisol. Susie Racho and Jen Shin edited this one. Seal Muller is our engineer. Rice Stottenborough is our engagement intern. And Justin Ebrahimi and Rhea Gerwald are the engagement leads. Ethan tovin Lindsay, Jin Shin, and Holly Kernan are the KQED execs. I'm your host, Pandarvis Harshaw. Thank you all for listening. Much love and peace to you all. Till next time. Right Nowish is a KQED production. Funding for Right Nowish comes from Alconati Foundation. Supporting the development of powerful social change movements to eliminate structural racism.
0: Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world.
1: I love this place. We were once seen as like the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now.
0: KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, what's up? I'm Pendarvis Harshaw, the host of KQED's Right Nowish podcast. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org podcast.